How'd y'all know it was time to start? <laughs> you are so smart. Welcome to everyone. Um, welcome to our worship this evening. Um, glad to have everyone here, especially any visitors that we might have uh, in our group. Um, this morning, we had an issue uh, with the songs up here. And a very learned colleague over in the duck blind, who it impacted the most because he was standing up here, told me that it was an internet problem. It was looking fine back then, the, the slides were moving, but up here they weren't because the signal was not coming up here. So I would encourage you to get your books and uh, go ahead and open to the song that I announce. Stick your finger in there, we'll use it up here as much as we can, but if, if this goes kaput, then uh, you'll, you'll have uh, the song open to where you need to be to continue the song. Our first song is number 836. We'll ask that you stand if you are able. It's convenient for you. Sing all three verses of The Great Redeemer. <clears throat> How I love the great Redeemer, who is doing so much for me. With what joy I tell the story of the love that makes men free. Till my earthly life is ended, I will sing, I will sing songs of love, then beside the crystal sea.
that closes our worship for the evening. That's a long song. Yeah, isn't it? 786. Number 786 is our uh, second song. And this is another uh, long one. Um, you might get five minutes, uh, Mark, to speak. After this, we'll have our reading and prayer. Wonderful grace of Jesus Greater than all my sin How shall my tongue describe it? Where shall his praise begin? Taking away my burden Setting my spirit free For the wonderful grace of Jesus Even me, broader than the scope of my treasure. 
Open your Bibles to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6, be reading verses 1 through 10. Before we do that, let's go to God in prayer. Dear kind and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to gather here to hear a lesson from your word and to sing songs to you and to give you the praise that you deserve. Father, we pray that those efforts that we put forth in our worship toward you satisfy you and edify us. Father, we ask that you would be the leaders of the congregation here. Bless them, Father, with wisdom and strength and knowledge and help them to do enact programs that will help the church to grow in this community. Father, help us to strive to teach your word to those that we come in contact with. Let our lives be the examples that people will be able to see how Jesus is through us. Father, we thank you for those that have been ill and have recovered. Father, we still have on our hearts many who are in need of your, your loving care and your curing. Father, we thank you that you give us the opportunity to come to you in prayer when things like this are on our hearts. Father, forgive us when we don't do the things that we need to do. Help us as members of this congregation to do the work. Go with us as through the rest of this service and be with Brother Day as he brings us a lesson. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Galatians chapter six, verses one through 10. Brethren, even if someone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, Restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, and each one looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and therefore fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he's something, when he's nothing, he deceives himself. But each one must examine his own work, and then he'll have reason for boasting in regard to himself alone and not in regard to another. For each one will bear his own load. The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. But whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows in his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. 
the Song of Invitation. Uh, it's number 677. 677. There's a stranger at the door. And the song before the lesson is number 717, Victory in Jesus, if you will. Stand if it's convenient for you. I heard an old, old story, how a Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning, then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory! Good evening, everybody. It's good to be with you and good to be here in this dry building and the rain on the roof. You might just fall asleep while I preach, and so try not to do that, but it's good to be with you. I, 
I always appreciate um, the opportunity to be with you at this congregation and the rotation that we have. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to be able to get to know different uh, congregations and to, to have fellowship with one another. I want us to consider um, the first ten verses of Galatians 6 and our relationship to other people in the body of Christ, the community of Christians that is the church. Thankful for Brother Galloway reading those verses, and I want us to consider some things along that line. Uh, there is um, a tendency in the religious world to just think about us personally, just our own faith and our own spiritual walk with God. And while there's a lot in the Bible that's about that, and certainly there are things that you and I have to make sure that we do in our spiritual walk, that even Galatians, 5, uh, Galatians 6 verse 5 would tell us that we all have to bear our own load. There are also things that you and I have to do as part of the community of Christians, that we have a responsibility towards one another uh, to make sure that we encourage one another uh, as we walk uh, our spiritual walk together. And um, in the first century, Paul um, had a, a lot on his mind. He had a lot of concerns. And one of the things that he thought about was the selfishness that people tended to have. In the book of Galatians, one of the themes of this, one of the things that Paul is addressing is that there were these Judaizing teachers who were binding certain requirements that God did not bind, that people could stand righteous before God in Jesus Christ. They did not have to be circumcised, keep the law of Moses. And so they were binding these heavy burdens on individuals and uh, Paul was writing these churches of Galatia to make sure that they didn't uh, follow after these Judaizing teachers. But he said in another epistle, he said in the book of Philippians in chapter 2, that all of us should have the mind of Christ, that we should be willing to serve on the same level that he served. In Philippians 2 verse 5, the mind of Christ is the humility to put others first and to even go to the cross. And then later in that chapter, he said... I'm going to send Timothy to you because I have no man that is like-minded who will genuinely care for your estate, care for uh, what's going on with you like Timothy does. And he said, all men seek their own, not the things of Jesus Christ. And it seems that as he closes this letter to the Galatians, to the churches of Galatia, uh, the reason that some of these people were teaching these things as they were trying to glory uh, in having a following after them. They were trying to set themselves up as being some great one and uh, putting the Gentiles down as, as far as you know, not being at the same level or tier as they were, like they were maybe second-class Christians. And if we're not careful, we can have the same kind of problems in the church today. We can uh, be seeking our own and we can just think about ourselves and not think about serving other people. These uh, uh, floods that happened in south of us in eastern Kentucky and uh, the last few weeks just seeing how different people are doing and thinking about that uh, reminds me of, of those kind of things. Uh, if we have um, the ability to help somebody, then we should. You know, First John talks about if you have this world's goods and you don't give it to your brother, how does the love of God dwell in you? In... Um, James chapter 4 and verse 17, the Bible says, if you know to do good and you don't do it, to you it's sin. And in that context, 
of James 4. At the end of James 4 there, he's talking about rich men that have all of these plans on how to make money. We're going to go into a city. We're going to buy and sell.